Welcome to the Borders of Blue podcast. My name is Lizette. Today is episode 3, A Jewish Boy's Confirmation. At 12 years and 9 months, a young Jewish boy will prepare for confirmation. So when he reaches the age of 13, he becomes a member of the Jewish Church. This is actually referred to in the New Testament in the story of Jesus of Nazareth when at the age of 12 he went up to the temple and spoke. In the case of a young boy, when he has passed 12 and he's progressing through the 13th year, he is to prepare to take upon himself the responsibility of becoming a bar mitzvah, a son of the law or a son of the commandment. It is at this time that he is to bear or to be responsible for his own sins and to join the fellowship of the church. One of the first things that he has to do is to wear the phylacteries. Some of you may be aware of this or have seen Orthodox Jews walking in the streets with the shawls and with phylacteries and what they are are long narrow strips of leather attached to which are small square boxes containing verses of scripture. In each verse must be found the words, and thou shalt bind them as a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. These are worn every morning at worship except on the Sabbath. The reason they're not worn upon the Sabbath is because the Bible says the Sabbath itself is a sign. This is based on Numbers 15, 37 to 39. Inasmuch as the phylacteries are worn daily as a sign, it is not necessary to have two signs at the same time. Therefore, on the holidays and on the Sabbath, these are not worn. Besides wearing these phylacteries, the young boy must also wear a talith, a shawl or a prayer garment. These are the things referred to in Matthew 23, 5, which is found, of course, in the New Testament. Concurrence says the following of his confirmation. He says, for three months before confirmation, I had to go through this experience every morning learning the necessary additional prayers which are included with these things and getting ready for the great Sabbath of confirmation. In addition to this, I had to learn a portion of the law. I would like to explain to you that the Pentateuch, the five books of Moses, is divided by the Jews into 52 sections. They cover the reading of these five books once a year. Each section is subdivided into seven parts, and every Sabbath, seven persons are called to the desk to have a part read to them by the cantor. This is what is referred to in the story of Jesus of Nazareth, found in the New Testament in Luke 4.16, when Jesus went to his hometown and entered into the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up for to read. The minister who handed him the scroll is called the cantor, or the shazan. It is expected that the Sabbath after the boy reaches the 13th birthday, he will be called to the desk where the cantor is and have a section read to him. Before the portion is read, the called one introduces his part of the service by reading the following prayer. Bless ye the Lord who is blessed forever. Blessed be the Lord who is blessed forevermore. Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who hath chosen us from all people, and hath given unto us his law. Blessed art thou, who hath given us the law. 
Should the young Jewish boy expect to be a rabbi, he is to read his own portion, in addition to which he has to read the other six portions for that day to those six other persons who are called to the desk. This means that during the three months previous to this, Khan Kern would have had to learn to read in Hebrew the whole of the 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy from a scroll without any points or vowels or punctuation or anything to guide the tone or the sense and had to place every word and every letter in its proper setting. Khan Kern says that after the portion was read which belonged to him, his father came to the desk and repeated the following words, Baruch Shafatrani. Literally, this means, I'm blessed, now I'm rid of you. The idea is this, till the boy is 13, the father has to be responsible for all his sins. When he reaches this age, the boy bears his own sins and iniquities, and the father makes a public confession of his thankfulness that the time has come when he is free from the burden of this responsibility. Now just imagine this, this is a great event in the family, not only to the parents, but also to the young lad. And at this time, friends and relatives are invited and a feast is made, which generally covers several days. The friends all come to offer their congratulations and their benedictions. And the young man is usually the recipient of many gifts as a sort of encouragement to continue in the study of the law, especially if he has the prospect of becoming a teacher or rabbi. Khan Kern, like all other boys at this age who expect to enjoy the privileges of a teacher, he had to be proficient in the law as well as in the prayer books, so that at this age, 13, he was enabled to repeat by heart nearly the entire 150 psalms in the Hebrew, almost the whole of the Pentateuch, large portions of the prophets and the scriptures, in addition to the great share of the daily, holiday, and Sabbath prayers. When reflecting back on his confirmation, Khan Cohen said, But somehow my taste and desire for Judaism and all that went with it did not increase after my confirmation. It seemed such hard work, and there was so much labor and constant effort to be good and to attain to the rabbinical standard of righteousness that I decided to give the knowledge of the law and rabbinate a rest and inform my parents that I wanted to work. This was a disappointment to them as they felt that I ought to be and must be more than a working man as a mechanic or laboring man is not very highly regarded by the rabbinical class. After Khan Cohen's confirmation and as each year went by, his health kept failing and he seemed unable to do any work. At this time, a wealthy uncle who had business interests in England and Africa offered to give him an education and promised to send him through Oxford or Cambridge if he desired to go. And then he wanted him to take charge of his business interests in Africa. But Khan Cohen refused and decided to take up the trade of a tinsmith. He bound himself to serve as an apprentice for five years and had not been at work long before his health became increasingly worse, and by the time the two and a half years had gone by, he was physically a wreck. He tells what happened and said the following, I was just tasting the fruits of my laborious toil in my weakened condition, when I became hungry for an education. I wished I had remained at school and had not gone to work, but now it seemed too late. 
I decided, however, to do something towards securing an education, and a way was opened for me to attend an evening school. I was making encouraging headway when one evening I met with a serious injury that put an end to this ambition. Having worked a little later than usual that day, I was late in getting to school. Feeling that I must hurry to make up time, I fell and shattered one of my ribs. I said very little about it that night to my people, as I feared if my parents knew it, they would not let me attend my classes. It passed on to the next day, and though I suffered much, I would not have the matter attended to. On the second morning, however, as I tried to raise myself from bed, I found it impossible, and the suffering was intense. I then told my parents the whole story, and immediately a doctor was sent for. He found that it was too late to do for me what might have been done had he been notified sooner. Though I was in plasters and bandage for a long time, the rib never came together properly. As a result, for years, one piece of bone was dislocated and ever caused me much pain. For several years, I spent much time with doctors and hospitals. Still, my health was getting worse all the time. I could work but very little and the future did not hold out much hope for me. He then goes on to say, At times I wondered whether I had done right in not studying for a rabbi, as possibly I might have avoided all these troubles. It looked as though I might not live very long unless I found some way to improve my health. The more I attended the hospitals, the worse I seemed to be, and I could find but little relief. My hopes for an education were shattered. Work I could not do. My parents were poor, and my father did not feel friendly towards me because I had given up the desire of becoming a rabbi. To say the least, life did not seem very desirable, and death was not welcomed, for there was no hope. My interest in Judaism was not increasing, and my love for God was not very strong. I was always taught that God needed appeasing, and unless we did a great deal of repenting, he would not be pleased with us. Thus it stood with me as I was entering into my young manhood. And that's where we leave the story for today. In chapter 4, we will cover leaving his father's house, his continued health challenges, and his introduction to Christians. Look forward to being with you next time.